Why do small healthcare organizations and clinics need analytics to improve and make better decisions? Well, that's what we're going to cover in this podcast. And specifically, I'm talking to you who are a leader in a small clinic or a small healthcare organization and how you can leverage the data you have to make better decisions. You are listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. My name is Caleb, and supporting this show is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. If you aren't in a small healthcare organization or in a healthcare organization at all, you will still gain a lot from this podcast because we're going to talk about how to leverage data for a small or medium-sized organization as a whole. This podcast and and really these this scheme of concepts has been sitting in my mind for a while and it has been accumulating over many years of experience because I seem to find myself answering the same questions about analytics every single time. And so in the form of a podcast, I'm going to explain to you what you need to do to build an analytics platform that can help elevate your organization to the next level. When we speak about analytics, we're essentially talking about making decisions based on data and information. How do you get the information and how you display it and how you make decisions is up to you to decide, but that is the realm of analytics. And so if you are a healthcare organization like a clinic, you need specific tools to be able to make better decisions. But specifically, a small organization is strapped because they have constraints on their time, on their resources, on the money that they can spend on lavish systems that larger organizations, they would spend in a heartbeat. But as a smaller organization that is in a specific niche and serving specific clients or specific patients, then you have to be more careful about the tools and the systems that you need to use. And so there are many things that you know you need to measure in your organization in order to become a better leader and to elevate your organization. And if those things aren't quite measured in the appropriate way, then it's difficult to know if you're moving in the right direction. And as an example of this is that last year, we were working with a clinic that they essentially had a spreadsheet that they used to track all of their key metrics for their clinic. And they had, in their organization, they only had, I believe, 15 to 20 uh, specialists and or medical providers in that organization. And so they essentially just used an Excel spreadsheet to track everything And that worked up to a point, but then they reached out to us because they said, this is too much for us to handle. We're updating this on a daily basis. And it's not sustainable because of the way we're gathering data, the way we're bringing it in. The metrics aren't fully trusted because of the the ways that they're being calculated on the back end, etc. So there were a lot of problems with the way that they were measuring uh, their performance. And so the the benefits of of building an analytics platform is that it gives you and your organization the ability to scale so you can gather data in a central location you can then manipulate and use that data in an automated automated fashion 
And then you can display that data in a data visualization tool, even if it's Excel or something more advanced, so that you and your team and your leadership team can make the best decisions based on a robust system that's able to scale so that if your organization grows and acquires other other companies or decides to grow organically, that you know that you can rely on this system as, as you move forward. And in this way, you're not wasting money. So that if you have somebody develop a spreadsheet, that spreadsheet's not going to scale very quickly. And as your organization grows and as you need to add more data points, the level of effort increases exponentially to where an analytics platform help you gather more data and develop more metrics to measure your performance in a way that scales and doesn't put a lot of pressure on your team to deliver those metrics. And so there's three basic steps that I have found helps your team and your organization improve. And essentially it comes down to on the first end planning. If you can plan and understand the key metrics that you need, then you will do well. After planning comes development, and that's the development process of your analytics platform. And the third is maintenance and refinement. And so if you do these three very, very well, then you and your team can elevate your organization to a level that brings insights to you on a daily basis so that you can look and say, hey, what about this healthcare provider? Did they do X, Y, and Z on a very, very micro scale? But then you can take a step back and say at a macro scale, what was our financial performance? How are our patients uh like doing, how happy have they been in their experience? All of these things can be measured, but if you have a a flimsy system, then it's not going to be able to measure all of these things. And so to, to dig into it, we'll start with planning. And planning involves identifying metrics that you need to lead your organization. And so before you even begin any other process, you need to identify the, the key metrics that are useful for you and your organization. Once you identify the key metrics, then you need to link those key metrics to the data sources that they are coming from. And this is very interesting because with previous work that we've done for clients, they have had many disparate data systems that gather data. So if they wanted to tie financial data to uh, specific patients that came in, that required two or three different systems. It would require a accounting system, but it would also require a CRM or ERM that tracked patient data. And so you need to identify where key metrics are and the intersection of them and link them together so that when the next step comes of development, you can explain to them in very clear fashion what metrics you need and where the data is coming from and how and how to do so. And if you don't want to do the legwork, any capable developer can look at that and develop those relationships. But they aren't as close to the data and as they aren't as close to the organization as you are. And so that's why in the planning stage, if it can be done to be able to link the metrics with the data sources and the systems that 
that feed those metrics. After you link the specific metrics to the different data sources, you need to determine which analytics tools you're going to need to use for your entire pipeline, uh, your, your entire analytics pipeline. And this role will require you to identify what ways you want to store data, what ways you want to automate your data, and what ways you want to show your data. And so to go into these specifically, data storage requires fundamentally an internal database or secure ways to store data. And every healthcare organization has different requirements and needs as far as storage of data. But that is something that needs to be determined and talked about. The second is data automation, is that once you store the data, how can you easily manipulate it and shape it into the way that you need in order to make better decisions and in order to visualize the data on the front end? And this data automation can come in many, many forms. In my experience, for working with clients that are smaller or clinics, on, on the other hand, the data automation process is small or and very limited because the amount of data isn't very, very large. And so it's essentially for a clinic comes down to the data storage and the data visualization. And so you need to determine which tools you need to use for storing your data and then visualizing the data or showing the data on a daily basis. Optimally, the data storage process, the data manipulation, and data visualization process should be effortless, meaning that it happens on a daily basis without much manual input or much manual manipulation. Because if you can do this, then you can use the resources that you have to analyze and look and assess the data that's coming through instead of crunching data, putting it into a spreadsheet, and developing a report. Because with clients that we've had in the past, they would have an analyst spend four hours a day, maybe more, developing key reports for the CEO and an executive team. And that will work for, for a short scale. But what happens when you as an executive leader ask for more data? Well, that's going to add more and more time to that analyst who is, is doing it by hand. And so the more automated you can be, the more you can utilize those analysts for actual gathering of insights instead of just crunching data, which a machine can do. So that's essentially what planning is about. It's about linking your metrics to your data and then determining the tools that you need to show the data and to make better decisions as far as analytics. After planning comes development, and this is where the rubber meets the road. It's where you need to determine which developers you need and what skills you need to, to carry out the analytics platform that you need. And if you are looking for developers outside of your organization, then it is very, very important that you are tool specific. And so if you say, hey, we need somebody who can develop a database in a specific system or needs to use a specific tool for data integration and or data manipulation. So you need to be very, very specific about the tools that you need to use for the development process. Because once you do that, then it's a lot easier to have a development team or developers that are very, very, 
that are very, very used to using a specific set of tools than developers who have used those tools once or twice, but need a refresher of how to use those tools. And most capable developers can learn to use specified tools that are uh, that are specific to your clinic, but it's often better to use tools that that you know are somewhat widely used and you can find a developer that can fully execute and develop within the tool set that, that you've determined. And so that's why planning is important is because that planning allows you to determine the tools you need and the development process is essentially finding the developers who can use those tools to develop the platform, the analytics platform that you need. So be specific, be very tool specific. The second thing I would say is if you hire somebody out of your organization, just be specific as far as what the ways you want to lead that that developer or the development team is, how you work the best, how your how your organization will know if development is being done. And that's why I recommend using lean practices and or what they call Scrum. And so that are, that sometimes requires daily stand-ups, um, a lean methodology so that specific tests get done, and then establish timelines or milestones in order to know how the development process is going on. And, and so set goals and expectations for the project early so that you know in, in the span of three weeks in a month, the entire project will be completed and you'll have something to, to rely on and something to look at. One of the horror stories that I have that totally it was frustrating to hear was that I had a friend who was in an organization that that needed development work done for their database. And so instead of looking for somebody out of house, they found an analyst, an Excel analyst who knew about the data and knew exactly how the executive team wanted to see the data and store the data, but didn't have the specific tool set as far as database development. And so something that would have taken a database developer two, three weeks at the most for a medium-sized organization took him six months and the executive team still wasn't happy with the result because they expected a an executive level, a robust system for their database. And they didn't get it because the person that they chose internally to do the development work was not trained or did not have that skill set. And so six, eight months later, they spent uh, salaries worth on that person and did not get the outcome that they wanted. While if they would have spent the money for somebody out of house, then they would have had, they not only would have had the development work that they needed, but they would have been able to bring in outside expertise to be able to evaluate what they needed to do in the future in order to have a scalable system. That was frustrating to hear because, because they would have spent a lot less money to hire an expert to do it very, very well then have somebody internally who would have had to learn it all from scratch. So in development, choose your people wisely. The last step is after you've developed the entire analytics platform from beginning in data storage to the end of data and data analytics uh, and data visualization, then it comes down to maintenance and refinement. And in this process, it's a process of 
maintaining the platform that you have and understanding when and where you need to scale it. And so this this essentially is where if you have a lead inside your organization that can perform basic maintenance on the analytics platform, then you may not need somebody outside your organization to do so. And this could be simple things of changing reports, uh, building new calculations for your metrics, doing basic things that that they can learn as they go along and and refine. And so if you as an executive team member has specific recommendations for furthering the project in the future, but don't have a specific time frame involved, then you can task somebody inside your organization to manipulate the current data platform and or the data visualization tool in order to get the specific thing you need. But maintenance maintenance and refinement will always be part of the process because there will always be new expectations and there will always be new data sets that come in that need to be assessed and need to be need to be refined and implemented into your organization. And so as you make adjustments, just make sure that they are in line with the current platform that you have, that those adjustments can be easily done. And if it's and if it's another iteration of the project to scale it to a whole nother level, then that may require more effort. But for maintenance and refinement, it's something that can hum in the background without much noise and really serve to help you make better decisions. And so I'll leave you with one story is that when we worked with with the clinic to totally refine and develop their analytics platform, they are now able to, on a daily basis, have data automatically feeding their reports in a way that uh, the executive team or the CFO can look at and he can say, oh, okay, based on the number of patients that we've had and based on our our providers, this is where we should be financially. And this is only the the surface of what they can analyze based on the data that they have. And so we were happy with, with the work that we did for, for that specific client. I would say that in the last year, the analytics tool set and the analytics that have been coming out have been very, very advanced. And they have allowed for small or medium-sized organizations to achieve the amount of of insights and gather the amount of insights that large organizations would have had five, 10 years ago. And the reason for this is that analytics is growing in an outstanding way, that the number of tools and the quality of tools that are coming out in analytics are very advanced and can be used by even most small organizations. And this is really exciting because what that means is that small organizations can compete with large organizations on understanding their analytics. And so if you understand how you are performing as a small organization, sometimes you can outmaneuver large organizations that have the same data and have the same tools, but move much slower. And so that's the advantage of of being a clinic or a small organization is that you can access data and make decisions on a very, very fast basis that can give you an edge over organizations that have to take a lot longer to make those decisions. 
And so that's one of the exciting things that I've seen is is that we've been able to provide the the ability for small organizations to be agile through an analytics platform. 